The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, the red dropper and turn wheels and all this wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They are pissed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, and I am so glad Frank Quietly is back. Hell yeah. <laughs> Frank Quietly is back, baby. And he does some great work. Oh my god. Uh, absolutely. So we're uh, Days of Future Cast. It's a podcast where Gary and I are covering uh, New X-Men by Grant Morrison. We are deep into that run, issue number 126. And uh, yeah, Xavier's is being attacked by Cassandra Nova, who just spent an inordinate amount of time destroying the Shi'ar Empire just because, you know, Xavier dated a chick once. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Super Guardians have all been basically disabled. Uh, Xavier, who was once inhabiting Cassandra Nova's body, is now his mental energy uh, is now Mm -hmm. being... uh, stored in Jean Grey's Phoenix body. Uh, and she is basically two people in one at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And that catches us up to talk about the cover, uh, which is a school class picture. And I am a sucker for this shit. Anytime, like we saw oh, yeah. this in the animated series, like anytime, like I remember the, very specifically, like in the Mojo world, when we panned over all those aliens, I was fucking here for it. And I am super here for all of this now. Like, this is great. Yeah, this is great. And it's, it's just evocative. Like it's, it's shattered. You know, it's on the ground, like something bad has happened. This seems very melancholy for what's actually going to be a very optimistic issue. Um, I love, uh, so as far as people, you know, and a lot of these are foreshadowing. These are characters that we're actually going to deal with. Yes. You know, as we start, as Grant Morrison starts getting in with the kids here, you know, we get Glob Herman, which we've seen before, uh, but here he is. Um, I love, uh, boy, like miniature Kingpin, like Prince Pin over on the left behind cyclops oh yeah absolutely yeah that's the key is that the dude that um in the future episode is that the fashion designer guy that gets killed no i don't i don't think that he looks like him but i don't Mm -hmm. think that guy was supposed to be a student okay that maybe not Uh, yeah he was supposed to be around it looks a little bit like him though i feel like um there's a guy kind of in the center um right standing next to beak uh, that looks just like the Australian guy that they tried to rescue that Cassandra Nova killed in the very first issue of this, the guy with mm. the three faces or whatever. And all of them are pigs or whatever, what he was saying. Ugly John, ugly John. Yeah. But it's, it's not, yeah, him, yeah. cause he only has one it's face. So yeah, it's, it's ugly. It's like good, ugly John, it's like, but he has uh three arms. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ugly John. Like he, he there's a conversion chart somewhere. Like, and, <laughs> Just, <laughs> how many let's say you have three faces and i come yeah. to you and i'm like i will trade you i want two of those faces how many arms can i get give you like how many arms yeah. do you want for these faces would it be pretty minimum yeah. right like you just want to In get rid market? of the faces yeah 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 oh at this point i would take three arms over three faces any day oh absolutely yeah that'd be amazing three Spider, ad- gary but three additional arms so you have a total of five sure okay so, i mean the, yeah yeah a total of eight or, or no three additional oh i was thinking of sets 
three additional arms might be a little tricky. Like I wouldn't like it if one of them came out of my back, but if they were all like on my side, that may be really hard to sleep as well. I, I don't know if I, but it make pushups really easy. I don't know. Um, what if you no, still couldn't do pushups? What if you got made fun of at the gym? Cause you had six weak ass arms. <laughs> uh, you know, as somebody who can barely do a pushup now, I'd be like, Oh, I could definitely do a pushup. And then somebody would pull out a pull up bar. And I'd be like, <laughs> like, like, I don't think anyone's ever actually successfully done one of these. I don't, this is My a big real thing exercise with the extra arms conversation, uh, which I yeah. feel like I've been having since I was like eight is, it's just always, <laughs> I always go back to the clothes of like, Oh, I guess I have to learn how to sew, which I could probably do because of my extra arms. But like now I'm spending a lot, a lot of time with my own clothing. Like I have to, oh, I have I'd, to I'd wear alter- ponchos, dude, like goodbye to sleeves, man. Like all ponchos, all slinkets. Are you serious? I mean, it's no, yeah. way. no way dude that's so gross like you look like a fucking flasher <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> carrying a fucking trench open. coat with no shirt on and six no, loose dangly dude. arms Ponchos <laughs> don't open in the front it's very hard to flash in a poncho dude like, you have uh, six they, arms you can flash in a poncho <laughs> i can flash in any article of clothing i can flash in a tuxedo <laughs> with six arms you can even <laughs> do that girl thing where they take off a sweater and their bra at the same time somehow like I, i've never been able to figure out like you would, you would be able to do anything yeah exactly yeah. oh man but the six-armed flasher is would be very efficient at flashing you know so there's a lot to think about. We, I think we, we, we solved it. If you like this show, go to patreon.com slash <laughs> If you liked, send in a five-star review about what you would do with your six arms. Yeah. Uh, so we start this issue with, and like automatically, uh, it's the art is just so much better. The blackhead is so much better. Like Xavier. It feels me, good. It feels so good. Uh, yeah. Scott is, has, um, Lalandra in his arms and Zorn is running behind him with what must be her, uh, um, the rocky sage guy or, yeah uh, he's yeah, he's sage. wearing crocs for some reason and that's about five years before crocs came out so oh he's wearing pr- crocs <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so how smart can he be gary is what i'm saying um and like we invented them as five years before they came out so I'm pretty smart. <laughs> good, good job great morrison yeah, thanks for inflicting so. those upon us um yeah and and zorn is basically just asking like you have no doubt we can survive this and and scott like back straight in the middle of a run like mm-hmm. no, none at all no doubt whatsoever i love it so much mm-hmm. your icy calm lunacy under pressure so like, fucking uh, good dude i so love good. that line you know, yeah the, the best scott uh, um you know and he's like no like i am carrying the single most important woman in the galaxy you're carrying her guru we've been you know through bad times uh you know if you if you you'd like araka uh but we just do what we have to do we're gonna hit the ground we're going to uh hit the ground and save lives yes um, and they jump into the transit stream, which is thought based to go show up at um, Xavier Mansion. Uh, but before that happens, we go back over to the Super Guardians, who are all super fucked up now. Um, yeah, the one is phased into Smasher, who is not doing pretty well since he fell to Earth. The Oracle is mm-hmm. just like looking around, like she's kind of had maybe one mushroom too many, and now like all of her friends yeah. have left her, and she doesn't really know what concert she's <laughs> yeah. at. Yeah. yeah um, she doesn't remember who fish are. <laughs> why did I come? I hate acoustic music. Why do I, why am I at a fish <laughs> concert? Why do they call them tree anesthesia? If there's only one, <laughs> um, um, and then like our, our buddy star Colossus still no speaking lines for star Colossus, but it's like storm in, the modern, in modern movies. Um, yeah, but I'm all right with how he looks now. Yeah, he looks, he you looks know? fine. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. Um, and this is, and we're getting these, uh, word bubbles that we don't see the source of. This is Cassandra Nova just performing a psyop. Yes. On these people, like basically undoing uh, gladiator, like, you know, the proud foundations of your empire are shattered by the weapons of war, which the empress employed to maintain peace. 
your powers are are maintained by uh self belief you know i i you know grilled the lander on this how do you feel now the system that you serve is in ruins its figurehead is insane where were you when this is happening you were failing in your duty you know like you didn't even go kill the x-men you didn't even do the thing you were told to do and he literally pees himself and just starts calling himself useless and a waste um it yep. really it really cracks me up that gladiator is an evolved human like an evolved super guardian that has all of these powers and still has to you know take a leak every once in a while that really makes me happy. oh yeah yeah like the fact that all the super guardians piss yes you know cannon i like it cannon yep cannon <laughs> do you think they get a trough or do you think they got stalls i think uh most of them share a trough and then gladiator has earned himself like his own stall so his own single yeah. single imperial super toilet they probably have a super guardian who has like has ice powers who just fills that bad boy up every day you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> to cut down on the super smell yeah just yeah. had a real like you know shitty bar kind of situation good lord gladiator drink some water uh, <laughs> if it's that yellow you need to go see the super guardian doctor <laughs> yeah, this should be this way um so we cut over to the kids uh, angel and beaker spying on them uh this is that line i mentioned in the last episode where like uh angel's explaining who cassandra nova is and i love beak like or beak is explaining it and uh and angel's like yeah she'll eat your brains out and he's like she'd throw up if she ate mine she'd cut her throat if she had to be me for more than five minutes great uh and he's kind of got like turning and doing the thumbs up like thing uh really really good super good Good i love i love beak so much yeah it's so 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 good uh emma frost has been freed she was freed in the last issue so now she approaches stuff um and they start for some reason emma frost is like nose bandage her nelly bandage has gone has gone away in this issue for some reason i don't know why they, yeah. they seem to go back and forth on that quite a bit they uh, forgot. but they are going to uh break into stuff's mind and use it for something involving the tissue sample uh before, mm-hmm. before Which, we, i mean good it's like the big twist of this issue and it's pretty easy to see what they're going to do yeah like she just says like he's reprogrammable we can re- redo his shape but it's a really clever plan yeah especially you know, that like, the kids have come up with like this isn't a gene yeah. gray special or anything yeah, exactly. I, you know, the, the, the MVPs of this are the cuckoos and Jean Grey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who, who take care of this stuff, uh, for it. Um, we cut back over, um, as she's planning to do this to, uh, Hank and Jean there and Hank is concerned, you know, like, uh, cause Jean Grey has Professor Xavier's brain in her head and, uh, she's obviously confused. Like, she's like, we're fine. I see you've changed again. And he hasn't changed again. Like, you know, his memories are just fucking shot. Yeah. Um, and he's very concerned. Like, let me take your blood pressure. Um, and, and she's like, no time for that. She walks out of the school and all the kids are really concerned. There's a part like she's gone weird. You know? I love that. She's gone weird. I also like that. Um, there's like four kids and then a stepdad out, out in front of this vault or the stepdad is like, are you going to kill her? And he's just dressed in his like mm-hmm. Saturday stepdad. Like I've got my shitty wife beater and my receding hairline <laughs> kind of look yeah, yeah, going yeah. like it's, it's a really, it's a really funny Xavier student. Um, and she basically says uh, that something that Hank mentioned earlier, like this is not, we, we don't want to kill her if we, if we don't have to, because that goes against everything we, we, we believe in. Um, but we don't need human justice for this. It has to be mutant justice. This is a mutant problem. Um, yeah. and, and then Hank starts hustling people to the back to the danger room. Yep. Um, Xavier Jean Grey uh, feels Cassandra Nova getting closer, uh, starts bleeding, and Wolverine gets thrown through the door mm-hmm. uh, here. Uh, she feels this, and there's, a, you know, again, just great, great art, great scene. She's like, Logan's down, and she's just hemorrhaging blood from her mouth. Yeah. Like, it's really scary. Uh, just falling, you know, falling to the ground with her back against the wall, you know, blood 
uh, leaking on the wall, like talking about her memories that she can't remember anymore. Like she's forgetting things and it's like little things like the smell of soap at her grandmother's house and big things like overcoming onslaught. Yeah. You know, really, really good. And you know, at, while all of this is happening, you know, Hank's trying to take care of her while the kids are standing around and she's like, Hank's like, I told you guys to get into the danger room, like get the hell out of here. And the kids are like, absolutely not. Like we're, we're here. She's killing mutants. We're mutants. We're going to defend ourselves. And of course, Gene yep. slash Xavier is like, don't let them go. Like you gotta, you gotta get, get, get them to a safe place. Yeah. And, and it's, it's foolish. Like all the people are saying we can help are wrong, right? Like the kids being here actually ends up being a problem mm-hmm. uh, later. Um, so it's like, it's, it's admirable that all these people want to help. But like one of the themes of this is like, no X-Men, you know, X-Men are, are, are the X-Men. They can do this shit. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not something everyone can do. Um, so right at this moment, uh, when everything is bad, um gene or uh, zorn and cyclops teleport in i love this so much like this the, yeah. the the sequence where this bright blue light happens like the teenager teenage the teenagers are all like whoa and then g yeah. excuse me scott who sees gene on the ground just immediately throws the most important person in the universe to a teenager it's like <laughs> gene are you okay <laughs> like, I, I, so I love good. that guy like god it's know, so whoa. great I hope he gets like an Imperial knighthood or something from this. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and, and the dialogue here is great. Again, there's just certain lines I get to remember forever. And I love, uh, him leaning over and Gene saying, Scott, you're my favorite superhero. That's so sweet. <laughs> so like, sweet. I, I don't know. It's just like very sweet. And then him responding with, I love you too, Gene is just so nice. Yeah, really good. Best good dialogue. Couple. Yeah. Yeah. Best couple. Really good. Um, and, uh, so they're, you know, they they do a little exposition to each other to catch each other up. You know, Scott learns about the micro sentinels. Um, you know, Gene can die of septic shock at any moment. Uh, and again, I see cold lunacy under pressure. Scott's like, I don't believe that. Neither should you. Let's go. Like yeah. there's work to do. Shut up. Um, you know, and we go and, uh, Zorn is trying to heal, uh, Xavier, Sandra Nova's body, you know, and Zorn's like, this one was dead. You know, you're wrong to bring me here. Um, he's like, you said you could heal, you could heal her, right? Or you could heal us. You're a healer bring the professor back. Um, and this is portrayed as if like, Oh, you know, he knows that professor Xavier's mind is gone. Uh, the person who this is does not know that professor Xavier's mind is gone. The person who this is cannot actually bring back the dead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, but the person, you know, who's there is like, I, I can't do this, but I'm here to heal you. The person who this is can definitely kill micro sentinels. Absolutely. So, and he know. does, he reaches over to Gene and like Gene's face goes blue. And then he's killed all of the Sentinels in his bloodstream. Um, yep. And like, you could kind of tell, uh, and then Zord basically starts going through like, all right, Scott, you're next. And then we'll do Hank. And then hopefully we can get everybody done in time to deal with Cassandra Nova. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I, I like when he, when he does this to Scott, Scott's like, wow, you don't really know how bad you're feeling until the feeling is gone. And like, I'll, usually when I get sick, like it's a couple of days to recover. And like, it's never like a twit you know, turn on, turn off kind of situation. But, uh, I would mm-hmm. imagine 18 million or billions of, you know, micro <laughs> nanoparticles in your body have all gone dead. And now all of a sudden you're feeling great. Like that has to feel pretty good. Yeah. 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 It's also like, I think that they were attacking the white blood cells. Mm-hmm. So like if this is a little like fakey science, I'm totally you know? okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it too. I just, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. And I was like, how do they feel better? So already mm-hmm. like they still have the diseases, but I'm good with it because it's good and it's sci-fi and X-Men in action. Um, the, uh, everyone feels better uh, at this point. And they start talking about what Cassandra Nova is. They talked about this a little bit uh, on the Shi'ar homeworld. We kind of glossed over it. Um, but she is, you know, the Shi'ar have this concept I'll call the uh, Mamudrai. And this is like your opposite. Yes. 
So like you, you know, for every yin, there's a yang for every open, there's a closed, uh, every person has this. And in their legends in the womb, you kill your opposite and become the person you are. Um, this is what Cassandra Nova is. Yes. And, um, yeah. And she's entangled with the world's most powerful telepath. Um, yep. <clears throat> so, I mean, she kind of fills in everybody of like the first thing that happened was, and it, as she's talking, you can tell she switches from the perspective of Jean Grey to the professor because she says she switches to my original sin, my flaw, my failure. Yeah. And, uh, and boy, this, this line at the bottom of the page of why does nothing ever stay buried? Like as Jean Grey saying that, like about to put on fucking Cerebro, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. What a, what a, just a perfect like expression of X-Men, right? Like that's so good. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she's, she's got this plan. She, he has got this plan. Um, she's like, you know, Cassandra Nova is trying to get here. She wants to reach Cerebra cause she's trying to kill every mutant. Um, and every, this is when the X-Men are getting confident. Like she's putting on Cerebra cause she has a plan. Scott says, yeah, she can stick to the plan as much as she wants, but if she sticks to the plan, we can improvise. She's powerful, but her strategies are really basic. I think we can take her, you know, again, talking about this, like he's, you know, planning a Warcraft raid or something. Yeah. Um, you know, just, and they kind of do some plans like, Hey, you know, don't hurt Cassandra Nova because it's professor Xavier's body, but you know, disorient. Uh, and Jean Grey is like, Hey, um, I have this idea. Also, can I remind you that Emma's still on the loose and everybody loves it. Yeah. Scott's shitty and grins on everyone's face. I love that you can tell Zorn is happy, even though Zorn's face is an iron mask. His eyes are glowing a little bit more. Yeah. They start flashing emojis at people. That's how Zorn's face works, right? Let's start flashing emojis. Um, and also, like, I just want to take a moment of, like, the the panel with Cyclops, Zord, and Beast all in the same frame. Like, everybody looks cool all of a sudden because yeah. quietly knows how to draw people at proportional sizes and how this stuff works. Like, yeah. it looks, it's so dramatically different from the last couple issues, it has to be pointed out. And there's a little details and stuff, too. Like, you even have Beast, like, he's got the two syringes in his hand, which he's going to use during this next sequence. Like, it just, I don't know. It just, it, it, there's something, you know, it keeps coming up on Watch Out for Fireballs, like, the confidence of being um taken care of mm-hmm. in like a work of media you know like we talked about half-life to you and we were like this, they just know what they're doing like i'm not going to run out of ammo and just be fucked like i'm always going to get ammo basically when i need it i'm always going to have health pickups basically when i need it because this is expertly designed you know and that is uh something that can go in any media like i watched um uh, on new year's day um i watched little women okay uh in the theater uh, weird flex but all right <laughs> it's a you know it's, it's like how i like to begin every new year um and uh it was good it's a big budget like comfort movie mm-hmm. and the thing that i ended up like really appreciating about it like it's by no means perfect or anything i think it's actually like getting me a little bit overrated um but it's good and the thing that i liked about it was i just felt very confident in it like i can relax because this person knows what they're doing like it becomes very clear very early on like this is not going to be a messy compromised work. Like this is a pretty strong vision and a pretty good execution from somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and that, that feeling of confidence and that's what it feels like going back to Frank Whiteley here is like all these little things that we should take for granted almost in comics art. Like the fact that there's going to be this foreshadowing that people are going to have natural postures, um, that people are going to look on model, all these things, uh, the, the colors are going to be like, look, even just the difference in the coloring, you know, of this, it's just like more bold and things stand out more. It just better composed. It just feels good, you know, yeah. like relax. Frank quietly will catch you, you know. Um, Cassandra Nova has made it inside the Xavier mansion where she finds Wolverine and she begins kind of her normal routine on Wolverine being like, oh, you know, you were just a uh, your healing system. Your healing factor just made it you the perfect experiment. 
victim and you know <clears throat> what does your black bug room look like james which i think is really funny yeah yep and uh this you know great to be back on on model wolverine yes like he's just like yeah that don't work on me <laughs> you know like i can turn off my instincts because of what they did and just go into animal mode and beast is like i'm gonna join him in that like i tried to use my my rationale against you but i was wrong <laughs> like <20 laughs> i love it uh it, you know <clears throat> Absolutely and, uh, love it. And that frame too is really good. Like just showing yeah. both of them kind of crouched down and like getting ready to attack. And it's just like somebody has studied yeah. the human anatomy. It's not just grew up drawing oh, yeah. comic books. So exactly. Like beast, beast kind of mirroring, like being the shadow of Wolverine and like the most, most savage of the X-Men. Super. Cool. And, and Wolverine just says out loud, basically like, Hey, you know, cause Cassandra Nova is like, you won't, you won't dare touch me because I'm in Xavier's body. And he's like, if I have to kill Chuck to get at you, I'm fine with that. Like I have no problem with that at 100%. That's why they don't yeah. let me be on the team anymore. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 let me tell you a little something about X-Force. It's coming up. <laughs> like, they don't even yeah. let me wear an X on my overalls. Like you see this? <laughs> yeah. I have to use ECKS. I'm the, I'm the, those men. I'm the X-Men. Oh God. Um, now that you've said that Marvel's going to do that somehow next year, I'm sure it's, if it's not already been done. Um, house of X. House yeah. of X. Yeah. House of X. Uh, so he says like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to see, uh, you can't see your weaknesses and that's how I'm going to be able to win. And then um, from behind, you can see all the students showing up. Like they said they were going to do to go fight Cassandra Nova. But then instantly Cassandra Nova takes over their, their minds and they start attacking. The students start attacking. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that she had taken over their minds before this. Like, look how all their heads are tilted the same way. You know, I think oh, that them yeah, saying, can yeah, we okay. help as being ironic. Cool. Uh, and then, you know, again, they're really diabolical, like Cassandra Nova turning the students against them because Wolverine's not going to go claws out on these students, yeah. even though he does sock one of them in the face. Like, he probably, probably deserved man. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I call that superhero podcaster boy. I do uh, like that um, triple or quadruple mouth girl from earlier makes an appearance, and she, but now she's she just wearing need. spandex tights. Yeah. She has a uniform now. Yeah, she was cosplaying yeah. as the black cat for some reason. and She's lost decided. 45 pounds and she has a uniform now. Yeah. So, um, and Cassandra um, like, uh, basically does like the, I will annihilate you all. Yeah, like, you know, good, good line here. You know, she's like, like, like the storm and the flame and the rocks in the sky, I simply am. Like, this is, this is just the truth. Also, one of the students is wearing a dupe shirt from uh Exotics, which i like extremely good um all super good um we cut over to zorn though uh, again this blue light like again the coloring is just is phenomenal extremely good yeah. this is like uh having a black and white tv on in a dark room you know yeah. like it's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite qualities of light mm-hmm. um and just basically like you know you'll hurt no one you will humiliate no one i'm zorn and i can heal you and basically tackles uh cassandra nova um while uh, hank mccoy stabs uh, Cassandra Nova and the Xavier body with uh, injectables, uh, which is going to damage the Xavier body. And I guess I don't really know what this goo is. Yeah, I don't know that we. They, I think they explain it at some point pretty pretty soon. But like, um, it it basically just like weakens her at this point. Um, yeah. Yep. I, Causing uh, her to run off towards you know to get her eyes on the prize, like stop yeah. tearing and go to uh, Cerebra. And one of the kids, as as she disconnects from the students and she's not controlling them anymore, one of the kids is like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Logan. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Don't I didn't mean me. it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, um, she disconnected because the Stepford, Coo- Stepford Cuckoos yep. showed up and did it. Uh, along with Angel and Beak. And then uh, Cassandra Nova is headed towards Gene, which, of course, activates um, Logan. And he's like, Gene! And then he starts to yep. run over. Yep. Uh, Cyclops is like, hey, she's coming. I can feel her crawling across my thoughts. 
I can't keep her out. We have to self-destruct Cerebra. And uh, Jean Xavier is like, no, Cerebra's the last chance. Um, and she is, you know, we cut over to her seeing all of the mutants mm-hmm. uh, in the world. She's taking a little bit of, you know, we reveal this in a moment, but she's taking a little bit of Professor Xavier and splitting his head up into all the mutants in the world. Like just a little bit of his brain. Yes. And when she's finished, um, she, this is when Cassandra Nova arrives and Cyclops just collapses. He's, he can't handle the mental onslaught from Cassandra Nova. It just says, I'm going to ruin everything. And then obviously he's back in his black bug room. Yeah. And Cassandra Nova arrives in full like goo form and says, give me Charles and give me my body. Yep. Uh, and I love it. You know, I love this gene. You know, just that this is, this is great gene Xavier stuff here. I mean, Xavier's not in there anymore. Great gene stuff. You know, I thought I'd be scared when I met you, but I'm not. There's only one of you in the whole world and you don't actually stand a chance. Like you're an expert on fear, isolation, pain, and hatred, but you have no idea what friendship is. You don't understand emotional mechanics of people who stick together and support one another. You're very vulnerable. Uh, you know, so which makes this one of the only power of friendship stories I like, um, because I don't care for the power of friendship. Um, and the uh, Cassandra Nova throws her out of the way, trying to get into uh the body, there. Yes, Char- Charles' body. We're trying to get into Cerebro rather to destroy all the mutants. Uh, but however, Charles Xavier's body is now that his brain is all linked up through all the mutants. He's able to attack. Yes. Uh, and yeah. she starts feeling white hot claws tearing through my head and she screams don't and yep. uh this is when gene also unleashes the phoenix force and says you know you're not welcome in this body or anywhere in this world and yep. cassandra nova starts like losing her his ability her ability to think um and yep. then xavier and, and is gets able- shunted off of xavier's body yes like uh so now it's just the amazing looking you know big multi-armed slime monster thing yeah Ironically, like the creature from inside we were talking about earlier. <laughs> actually, very, very similar, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, really, really good. You know, Xavier, who's now in his body again, is like, I'm back. The mummer dry is loose. We have to strike while it's fleshless. Um, and it's trying to find a body, and its dialogue is all wonky. Like, body, need skim, bone divide, grow. You know, like, it, it's not human at this yes. point. Like, we talked about that before, where it's like, this whole, you know, this thing is mimicking what it's like to be human, but it's not. It never was. And just then... Emma Frost shows up and says, wait, don't strike her. I have Cassandra Nova's body right here. And if you want it back, I'm willing to trade and you can check yep. the DNA, but like you let me and my girls live and you can have your body back. And of course, Hank is like, wait, no, this is, this is terrible. And Logan wear the most ridiculous outfit that he's worn. I just can't stop <laughs> yep. staring at it. Uh, says like, wait, just, just hold it. And Cassandra Nova, who has been weakened in this form says like, Oh, that's the true flesh. That's my true flesh. And yep says like okay yeah this is this is a perfectly agreeable like argument like or bargain, yeah, it, excuse me <clears throat> yep uh and and you know emma's in diamond form which is important so like you know she can't have her mind read in diamond form that's been established and cassandra nova's bargaining like you want to live understand the need to live you know like me get um and everyone is telling hank to chill out <laughs> like think about this hank because hank is very pragmatic and, and practical um cassandra nova goes back into her body and starts making pain noises, and that body, of course, turns back into stuff. Yes. Uh, so they have trapped Cassandra Nova in stuff's like super simple, basic nervous system. Um, as she's uh, holding stuff, we cut over to again just like one of my favorite pages or set of pages in the series. In the psychic world where Cassandra Nova lives now, uh, sitting in Cassandra Nova's like Xavier-looking body at a at a desk with the gigantic psychic thing behind her kind of copying her homework, mm-hmm. um, doing homework with multiple hands. 
you know? Uh, and just like not think so good. And uh, she's like, why am I not think so good? And Jean Grey, who's there, they're all dressed like teachers. Like, don't worry, this is a school. It's okay that you don't think so good. You're here to learn. Uh, and they, they say, uh, you know, we're going to start at the beginning. Jean Grey draws a big X on the board. And uh, Professor Xavier says A is for Adam. Yep. Um, real badass. Like, I love that. It's super cool. He's holding an apple. Uh, you know, it's very, uh, it's very good. And from there, we cut over to the real world. And um, Emma explains that she's trapped in a synthetic brain that's programmed to learn. And that you can all think the set for Kukos to do that for that. And uh, yep. yeah. And Hank immediately is like, I'm so sorry I called you a villain. That was, that was inappropriate. Um, yeah. And then Xavier wakes up. And as Hank is about to take his chair over to meet Xavier, uh, Xavier's like, no, I'm good. I don't need my wheelchair anymore. And he's got, he's full dongered out. <laughs> he's yep. tong forward in the last panel of this. Yep, uh, he's about to step forward and expose himself to people he's known since they were children. Yep. Uh, and that's the end of the issue. And what a great like plot twist yep. and like way to do this. Like uh, the thing that I keep coming back to is uh, the students asking Jean if, um, if they were going to kill her. And she's like, well, we might have to, but we don't want to because that goes away. And like, this is the perfect representation of that, right? Like this ability to confine her into a relatively powerless machine or substance and then like teach her what, what is right and wrong from that point is so very much in the line of X-Men that I, I, yeah, just so good. Love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Like the, the Cassandra Nova arc of this is, is the strongest this is. I think this whole little bit, it's so intricate, you know, and it's, you know, there's increased intricacy once you start getting to the Zorn stuff later and the sublime stuff later, that is less successful. Like, I still think it's good, but it's not nearly as good. This is like pretty perfect. Like the slow realization that Cassandra Nova is, you know, not a person, not just a traditional supervillain in the way we've been thinking. She's actually a new and very creative, uh, kind of malevolent force. And the fact that the X-Men use that against her. And the way that information is kind of doled out subtly and slowly throughout the run is just really masterclass shit. Yeah, it's you know? it's it's just super great. And like the yeah. coming from like the very beginning where you think that she's going to be this all powerful threat and even then like has a couple of tricks thrown at you that you don't expect from normal that you don't expect from the typical supervillain kind of playbook. Uh, all the way into this, right? Into this situation mm-hmm. where like, oh, she's like, she's going to be Xavier's psychic student for a while, which like, that's still kind of problematic, but it's literally the best they could do with this chick. Yeah. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and just the end, and, and like she had a huge impact, right? Like this is a very uh, impactful run or, mm-hmm. or set of issues, like losing Genosha. Like we, we talked about uh, how the Shiar stuff doesn't really pay off and it seems like it should. Um, I don't think any, even people at Marvel are interested in Shi'ar. Like, nobody gives a shit about that. Sure. But the the fact that Genosha was lost is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this this is, that, that will get referenced. Um, that will become a thing, both in this run and in other X-Men stories. Like, there is a, a series called Excalibur that starts up after this that is, like, rebuilding Genosha. It's horrible. It's Chris Claremont. He's got uh, Callisto, and she gets a secondary mu- mutation where she has tentacles instead of arms. Oh, good. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, but it was, you know, it, it launched books like off the, the face of Cassandra Nova's actions, like a great X-Men villain that as far as I know, they've resisted the urge to bring back. Um, I need to like read the Marvel wiki and see if they ever pulled any bullshit, you know? Oh, but, was, isn't she an astonishing? I didn't think so. 
I definitely thought she was, or maybe I'm just, maybe it was a different book that I was reading. I thought she showed up in Astonishing for the, oh, with all the Danger Room stuff. Like I thought she was somehow a, mm. a, a part of all of that process. It, it, it's so the Astonishing came pretty quickly after uh, the Grant Morrison New X Men. Um, it was like considered to kind of be the the torchbearer mm-hmm. or like the smart X Men stuff. I'd be surprised if it came back that quickly, but I also haven't read it in a really long time, so I don't remember. Yeah, I was just uh, to the wiki. To the wiki, yes. So we can just read the yeah. wiki off this podcast, so, which would be I, super, super terrible. Um, yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. Thank you if you've been one of the kind folks that left us five-star reviews recently. We really appreciate that. If you, mm-hmm. you want to keep the show going and you want to donate some cash over at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, you can get rewards for doing so, which is super cool. And also just the mm-hmm. just the the calm, cool delight of helping some folks out that are trying to get by in this cold, cold world. Um, yeah, thank you for doing all of that. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with more new X-Men. Mbasa. Mbasa. Mbasa.